Hello, and welcome to the Connect to Metrics February podcast. We're glad to have you here. Uh, this is Will Gladhart, and joining me is Cynthia Kyriasis. We're here today to talk about a variety of things, but most importantly, about reading, because none of us ever seem to get enough time to actually get around to reading articles, getting information beyond LinkedIn, and other places where we're trying to find useful information. So Cynthia is here to share a few things that she's been reading lately, and also some insights about why managers might be miserable. Thanks, Will. Um, yeah, I got, you know, I, I get on a mode. It's like I want to read a lot. Sometimes I want to write a lot. And sometimes I want to watch a lot. It just depends when I go back and forth. So the other day, I looked and saw that there was a post that was entitled, um, How Flexibility Has Made Managers Miserable. And I thought, okay, our our data and our metrics shows that and has shown that through most of 2022, that the well-being of uh, managers within organizations has kind of plummeted. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that in and of itself is news. The, the The post I read was interesting, but of course, it got me into thinking about the types of things we talk to clients about to help improve their culture. And part of that is improving employees' well-being, mm-hmm. right? And we define well-being as um, the individual's, how how secure and how confident the individual feels in their role. And it's been very evident to us that managers are uh, really not connecting with their teams mm-hmm. and they're not connecting with their senior leaders. And of course, that feelings index about how connected you're feeling and disconnected is a really uh, critical metric. So... I thought, well, okay, I read the post, and then I had four or five ideas about what we could do to help those managers, what organizations could do to help the managers, kind of in in terms of our 30 normalized behaviors and and what I know about the C5 and what our product does. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point to bring up, Cynthia. Um, As we continue to look over the data for the last 12 to 14 months, as you said, we're continually seeing managers challenged to not only communicate with two different pieces of the organization, but they're sitting right in the middle and maybe lacking resources or communication and or training and skills to actually help bridge that gap. And, you know, I think you've seen in some of your client instances, it wasn't until something changed, a dramatic incidents happened, or leadership was able to step in and understand how to help that something changed. Yeah, that's true. And the thing, some of the things that really came up for me was, sure, we could outline, okay, uh, let's help them by making sure they've set up routines with for themselves and with their team members. Uh, routines will beget rituals. And rituals make those routines pretty, pretty uh, automatic so that there's nothing that the manager has to think about or feel like they've missed. Uh, the second thing was how to help them with communication and feedback. And I actually, subsequent to this, I wrote a post and I'll, I'll be finishing it up and sharing with our, our, um, our audience. But the one thing around uh, coaching and feedback is training those managers and helping those managers give coaching and feedback. Uh, over the years, feedback has gotten kind of a dirty uh, mm-hmm. name attached to it, which is not, it's not necessary. It's not always feedback. It's not always about um correcting somebody's action, right? So routines, rituals, communication and feedback, developing trust and letting the managers know that 
you trust them and they need to in turn trust their team members by setting up their their processes to do that. But the overriding thing of all of this to me was um, how we really need to leadership really needs to step in to admit that it's these types of things are not hard skills. They're not, you know, hard skills are analytical and process oriented. We know what that is, but these are not soft skills. Anybody who knows me, anybody who has read my LinkedIn knows that I go off on a rail about this <laughs> term, soft skills. There is nothing soft about the types of skills that managers need today. And what I have heard from CHROs, VPHRs, the entire human resources community of professionals is, let's stop calling them soft skills. Yes, yay, let's stop. Let's call them human-centered. Let's call them human skills. Let's call, call them, as Deloitte said, being human savvy. Let's attach that human word to the skill set because they aren't soft skills. Managers and leaders cannot survive in this environment without the human skills needed to understand and use with their, their staff and their teams. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's just, it's not going to work very well for them. And you'll continue if they're not given that type of support and information and encouragement and training. Um, I don't think you're going to see the um, well-being scores go up any. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, what you're, what you're sharing, Cynthia, is really important, especially when considering the myriad of types of work environments out there, yeah. because, you know, you, you and I are sitting face to face and recording, but, you know, several other teammates or team members, I may only see virtually, right. you know, what's right. the balance of in person to purely 100% virtual to a hybrid work environment, you know, that, so managers were having those challenges in communication and feedback prior. Now it's been even exacerbated yeah, yeah, by disruption. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like, you know, life, everything is is picking up speed as prior 2020. But, you know, there's still these little challenges that pop up along the way in a multitude of different types of sizes of organizations. Absolutely so. correct. And thank you for bringing that up because, yes, online, how you engage online has its own uh specific ways that are a little different than how you engage face-to-face -face or in person or in a group versus one-on-one. -on -one. We, I don't think that we as leaders can let our managers go figure that out by themselves. Yeah. Go figure out where do I get a book? Where do I get a class? Where do I find a mentor to help me do this? They need the ability to do two things, to receive that information and process it. And the second one is to practice it in a safe environment. So they need to be able to be supported in practicing that new skill, any new skill that they that they that they want to uh, they want to excel in. Yeah. No, I think those those last couple of points, Cynthia, are really valuable to be able to you know help the manager and leader further that communication with the entire organization. So, any other thoughts as uh, you know we wrap down our day today? Um, no that that post left me with a lot of thoughts. As I said, I'm I've written my own post around it. I'm just refining it right now. But the real the real thing that I want everyone to learn is at least around Cynthia, don't talk about soft skills. We really, we, we really need to move towards, and I have said this for decades, we really need to move towards helping managers and leaders even uh, learn what it takes to have human skills that cause people to be happy and feel well about their role in their organization. Perfect. Well, thank you as always for your time, Cynthia, for your insights. 
And uh, thank you for joining us. We hope to see you next month.